Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters. My name is Ray. (laughs) And where are you, Heather? Yeah, I'm not here. Can you hear me? Can you? I can now. (laughs) Hi, feel good. Hi, feel good, sister. (laughs) I'm feeling good somewhere else by myself over here. (laughs) Hey, everybody! Welcome to our show today. We are living life on the metaphysical edge of knowing, (laughs) stepping into our vortexes saying yes to all that is and you know what we're doing we're practicing we're practicing every hour that we are together and in preparation of really stepping into the life that we came here to lead no more excuses no more complaining we know too much people once you know principle you can't go back (laughs) (laughs) and that's a good thing you can try you can try (laughs) but you can't you know too much now so it's time to fly Uh, What we like to do here every week on Everyday Attraction is go to that leading edge, really understand these laws of attraction, understand the metaphysical principles, and then go out and just apply them and have a good time because it truly is about our expansion and our joy. We like to study the leading edge teachers. So if you're new to the show, you might hear some new teachers. You might hear some teachers you've been following for a long time. We love those channels. We love those people who open themselves up to broader knowing and, al- and allow us a peek into infinite intelligence. And we happen to also have uh, a channel right here amongst us. Heather is also uh, a learned channel, one that she's been practicing quite a bit and really opening herself to her broader knowing. And if you would like to have a session with Heather, I'm happy to say you can do that. She's offering on her website, ResetYourMindset.net, ResetYourMindset.net, uh, half off to to Everyday Attraction listeners. So if you say the magic word, Everyday Attraction, you're going to get an incredible deal, a 50-minute session, a channeling session with her um, at half of the normal rate. So uh, run, don't walk. That's what I say about that. Always, <laughs> <laughs> always good to hear. And if you want to check out more about us and what the Feel Good Sisters are up to, you can check out our website at Everyday Attraction. Um, But we'll be talking about the Abrahams once again this week. Uh, Tell all your friends and neighbors who love Abraham that uh, this is where we come to go deeper and talk about what the heck is going on with these fabulous teachers and what they're telling us more. We're going to do more fine tuning 
this week because they're they're forthcoming with more information about this idea of how to truly live connected even in the midst of contrast even when the midst in the midst of things going apparently terribly wrong quote unquote they're talking about moving with moving from what they call step 3 to step 4 we'll talk more about what the heck that means um but also just be enjoying the new teachings don't you feel heather that you know since jerry's transition not that esther hasn't always been a rock star but i feel as if you know his transition kind of forced her in a way to get more and more clear on who we are and what we're capable of and how we can sort of fly between these worlds these these metaphysical and these physical worlds don't you find that she's she's changed a bit mm, absolutely i i think that it's interesting, I guess, because my mom passed and I've had two other close relatives pass. And it seems like between listening to her since Jerry's um, transitioned and since in the more channeling I've been doing over the last few years and all these other people passing, it's there's such a, um, I want to say, like almost fine line between the connection. The non-physical is just so big that it's so easy to access that information. It becomes easier and easier and easier. And I think she's just like really hit this stride and they have come through her in a bigger, more powerful way. And also the other reason it's not just Jerry passing, but it's also because we've been listening and integrating and listening and integrating. And as we expand and expand and expand, we can accept and receive more and we can allow and, and have more now too. Absolutely. I think you're right. There is a momentum that we've mm -hmm. all been experiencing and it feels like the teachings are becoming um they're faster paced in the sense yeah. that we're getting more information um i remember you know early on i think you and i've been listening to them for so many years you would kind of hear the same thing every week and every once in a while we'd hear a different morsel and of course we would do that we would listen to hours and hours and hours of repetitive and then every once in a while we get a new little morsel well i feel like now when i listen to a workshop and again we're talking about abraham hyphen hicks the teachings of abraham via esther hicks i, I i'm getting like three and four big nuggets every workshop mm -hmm. you know where I'm just walking away and of, and of course I'm, you know, Heather and I are in communication through the week and I'm always sending her stuff for the show. It's like, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about that, you know? Um, and, you know, we, we belong to the glutton program, otherwise known as the masters series where we get, you know, everything sent to us that they record. And, and, um, and we all encourage you to go to their website at Abraham hyphen Hicks and check out some of the opportunities to get some of this stuff, because we love it when you listen to it and then come listen to the show. So we can all be on the same high flying disc and, and be getting more and more information as we, as we start discuss more clearly. But, um, it, it is something where I have to be careful because I constantly want to like, you know, take notes while I'm listening in the car and like trying to find different ways to tag something because it is so extraordinary. And, and on this week's show, we're going to talk, uh, about a couple of things. One, they're talking more and more about unconditional living. And, and really what they're meaning by that is to find your sense of happiness, your sense of joy outside of any condition in your life that would otherwise warrant that emotion. And there's real power in that because we came here for contrast. There's going to be things that are going to be jockeying us about 
Um, but if you can stay connected, stay connected to your joy, to your knowing, even in the rockiness and live from an unconditional connection to source, um, then it gets really interesting because you can be more present for the expansion points. You're not kind of lost in the lower emotions, um, which, which is okay. I mean, we don't want to beat ourselves up when we get into sadness or anger or depression or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, if you can stay in those higher vibing emotions, your expansion points come much quicker. Yeah. I, and I think that for me, and I think a lot of uh, other physical friends, for those of us who used to go down to the low lows and the high highs, the more and more and more I do this work, um, the more I'm able to stay in a higher, like even though we still have the contrast and we still always are wavering just because we're in a physical body, we don't waver to the extremes and we don't go down for as long of a period of time. So it just becomes farther and fewer between and less, you know, lesser of a dive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing that has, has brought me a lot of joy in these last couple of weeks as I've been listening to them is this idea of you know, don't let conditions get to you. Mm-hmm. Don't be careful about how you react to conditions because in the reaction to them, you actually keep them sticking to you. You know, so conditional living is when you just sort of get up and you think, you know, well, if I stub my toe or I get a flat tire, then my day is going to be crap. You know, conditional living is I'm going to read emails and decide how I feel today. Um, conditional living is as long as my, you know, every, everybody in my family is safe and sound, I'm okay. You know, it gets to be a really kind of tightrope walk on a daily basis when you're living and you're connecting your sense of, of worthiness or joy or, or, you know, understanding of even your higher self, depending on what's going on in the conditions of your life. And there is such power in stepping back and really reclaiming that connectivity, that golden strand of light that is connecting you deep into the earth and high, high, high into the heavens and just saying that is my only condition Uh of joy and happiness. And the rest becomes sort of an interesting, you know, novel. (laughs) It becomes full of characters and opportunities and situations. But um, I'm not kind of, as you say, kind of going to the low lows or even you know, shooting for those high highs that feel so high because I've been so low. Right. The contrast. Well, and I I feel like if we have been putting conditions on, it's easier to put um, one more here, one more there, just a little, you know, like adding extra conditions as we go. So if as you're taking them off, you're just letting one go at a time, don't worry about it. You know, just little by little by little, it's all perfect. And, um, it's interesting to think about how as we allow them, as we let it go, it life just becomes simpler and simpler. It really is less complicated than we've allowed it to be in many cases. Absolutely. And, and this whole fine-tuning idea is this fine-tuning our relationship to our broader knowing and into the power that we really are. Because the Abrahams have said, and many, many teachers have said, that there's very a small part of us that comes to the physical for this romp. Um, but the majority of us is still in in that um, 
wise, fully knowledgeable, infinite, intelligent kind of, of energy. And, and we want to play the game knowing that, knowing mm-hmm. that, that we have that backup, that entourage that I like to say, that infinite intelligence is always around us and prompting us to come this way, come this way, come this way. And, and I think that the more we can relax into that, um, then, then whatever we're going through, one, goes through a lot quicker. Like we don't make it a, a long drama. Um, and we're able to get more out of the contrast because we're staying connected to the knowing that, that underneath um, there is only joy, only love, only eternal living. Yay. Yeah. It, remi- it reminds me of when they say, if, if you saw you the way we see you. Oh, yeah. It's just like this, you take this deep breath and sigh and it's like, and because there is, and they always say there's so much love here for you, you know, and it's like, if you could love yourself the way that they love us or, you know, we love you, whatever, whatever (laughs) angle you're looking at, um, you would just like let go of so much, so many of those conditions, you know, and just, just sink into that that bigness of who you are and that, that unconditional love and light that you be when you allow that co-creation. Exactly. Cause you can't miss, you really can't, you can't miss when you've got that kind of energy, um, you know, flying your way. And I just got a visual cause I know that you have those visual hits too, of the dog kind of shaking water off of its back. You know, mm. we, we have to just shake off conditions when they start to weigh us down and and don't allow us to be vibrating at that level of unconditional loving, unconditional living. Um, and not to say again that, that we don't beat up on ourselves when indeed we find ourselves going into the darker hues, um, but we don't stay there too long. And we certainly don't go there to try and save other people anymore. We're kind of getting that if you truly want to be of support to those that, that you love, you need to stay on that high-flying place and just keep an open heart where they're, where they're coming from and where they're, where they're at and not try to shift or change their experience and not go and join them. You know, that mediocrity of, oh, I too have a woe story and let's, yeah. all, let's all dig in. That, that actually prompts me to invite um, an experiment for those who have, you know, looking looking at the times you have gone down to help other people per se and what's come from it or those times you've stood in on your high flying disc and allowed others to come up to you and just notice how that how that shows up for other people and I just think of it with my kids because I used to tell my kids, you know, you need to do this chore and you need to do that and clean this and clean that. And they'd roll their eyes at me like, oh, geez, mom, here we have to do this thing, you know, whatever. You give, give me attitude. But when I started to just say, hey, I'm here in this high flying desk and here's what's going to happen and here's how it's going to roll and it's going to be really fun and all is well and you're going to love cleaning up. And we do this thing we call hotel time every night for five minutes where we turn the music on really loud (laughs) and everybody runs around and creates the place to look like a hotel. So we like karate chop the pillows and, you know, plump up, um, the, the, 
the couch um, stuff and everything, but they have so much fun with it because I stay in that high flying disc and I come from this place of, ooh, doesn't it feel fun and good to walk into a clean, easy, joyful place? And they're like, ooh, yeah, that feels good. And so as I keep my disc, as I stay on my high flying disc, they come up and they match me. You know, they're just right there. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I love that too because um, what is showing up is an indication of what we've been drumming for the last day, hour, weeks, years, months, or whatever it is, you know, and we, and we get to use it as, as an indication of how we're dealing with this physical world and how we're really stepping in to the power of molding our time space reality here. Ooh. Um, and, and to the point where we can pivot and, and enjoy people and bring them to that place of our own alignment for the fun of it, for the joy of it, not to fix anything, not to get anything done, which is where we get a little slippery slope. Well, we're going to take a break. We're at our first break. You're listening to Everyday of Traction with the Feel Good Sisters, Heather and Ray. And when we come back, we'll talk more about moving into that unconditional loving, that unconditional living space, and also how to, in the face of contrast, stand closely connected to your spiritual allies. We'll be right back after the break. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio unity.fm, the voice of an awakening world. You've got the feel-good sisters here on this gorgeous vibrational day. 
where we are sitting on our metaphysical porch and waxing <laughs> truth fantastic <laughs> mm. as we talk about broader knowing and who you are. And the the track that I wanted to focus on again today, we're focusing on some Abraham work, Abraham hyphen Hicks, pop over there and see all the good stuff they're doing. You know, there is this one recent contra, um, workshop where, you know, the guy sat in the chair and he was talking about how when you've been on the high flying disc and you've really focused on staying connected to source, when contrast happens, it is more painful than in the past where you kind of you know, we're hung, hanging around in the lower ebbs anyway. And it's kind of a good news, bad news. Yes, it's going to be more painful, but you're also going to be way motivated to clean it up, you know, as soon as possible. And and I thought that was kind of an interesting thing that um, that we should know about. This is part of our fine-tuning kit, you know, our artistry uh, tools that when contrast feels extreme, Oftentimes it's because we've been hanging out in a higher place and it's going to feel a little bit like a punch in the gut initially, but you're up for it. You know, yeah. you know, you know, you've got the tools, you know what to do. Um, and, and that's really more of an opportunity to, uh, to connect in and to remember. And there's going to be a lot of talk in this hour about soothing yourself and in the many ways that you can do that. Now we have all kinds of advice on how to soothe ourselves, but you're really the expert on how to soothe yourself. No one can really tell you what works for you. So we're going to give you a lot of ideas on how to, you know, really be in that place of soothing, but not to be, um, not to be taken aback when contrast hits. And it seems like, wow, where did that come from? I, you know, how could that possibly be part of what I've been asking for if I've been practicing um, these principles. So let's jump in, hear a little bit of this workshop again. This happened just recently in Long Beach, California at an Abraham um, Hicks workshop. What we'd like to do is give you a small morsel, a little appetizer, and encourage you to head over to their website and purchase the entire workshop. So here we go. Let's listen to a little bit about how it is that we move from um, this receiving to really being in contrast and still staying connected to source. I want to thank you for all your teachings, and I'm very proud of myself that I attracted myself to your teachings. Um, and as I've learned, being in the vortex and being aligned with Source, it feels amazing. I love to feel good. And I found that the more that I do that, whenever I do have contrast, I'm still not at that place where I, um, I just accept it as contrast and then move forward. I actually, it's very painful to be in that state, um, more painful than when I was before I knew about the vortex. That is the way it begins, and you're far from the beginning, but that is the way it begins. That's why we say you can't go back. The more you discover alignment and feel the naturalness of it, then the more you dislike the resistance to that alignment. And so if you have not been deliberately and consciously aware of alignment, then you don't miss it. A friend gave Esther the best analogy the other day in a conversation. He said, it's like you've had a sinus infection for a really long time and you haven't been able to smell and you didn't know it. And you've been around stinky things like the garbage and 
different things and you didn't know it. And then one day your head cleared up and you said, man, that garbage really smells bad. And so we think that's a really good analogy, that the more you awaken to who you really are, then the more annoyed you are in the moments that you catch yourself not being who you really are. That right. follows, doesn't it? Absolutely. So what do you do about it? Well, what you do about it is just go as general as you can go and keep reminding yourself. And we gave you, all of you, a piece here today that we have not given to you before, that if you will focus on it and think about it, it will help you get through this phase of moving from step three work into step four work. And that is, you are the one who is placing the conditions that cause you the pain. Right. And if you could just accept that, I'm putting these conditions here. And the reason is, most of you, we've been saying this to you for years and years and years, most of you are offering your vibration in response to what's happening. So if somebody's loving you, you offer your vibration in response to that. If somebody's hating you, you offer your vibration in response to that, which means you have no control. You're like a cork bobbing on the ocean. But when you understand vibration and you understand that you are source energy and you begin thinking about who you are in terms of core, and you begin to catch glimpses of yourself in alignment and you start on easy things and you encourage the momentum to increase until you get a handle on this vibrational climate that we are wanting to demonstrate that surrounds you. We call it your grid for a while, your point of attraction. This vibrational climate creating and tending to that climate is the stance from which you are reacting. Now hear the careful choosing of those words. If you're reacting from here rather than from what somebody else is doing, can you feel the stability in that? If you're reacting to what they're doing, if they're nice, that's one reaction. If they're not nice, that's another reaction. If the economy is good, that's one reaction. If the economy is bad, that's another reaction. If something bad has been spilled in the water, that's one reaction. If the lake is clear, that's another reaction. React, 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 but nothing central. So you don't learn your own stability because you've been reacting to stuff. Well, now, those of you who are hearing us here are ready to stop reacting to stuff and to deliberately start honing something to which you will react. Oh, baby, we got to stop there. Hmm. We got to, we got to, we got to step there because that was like brilliant. You know, this, let's just, let's just go back from that place. So what they're talking about is we've got to learn to stop reacting to the stuff outside of us and only learn to react to our own internal stability. Mm -hmm. You know, to be creating a climate. I love this too, this new information climate atmosphere. Mm, mm, delicious. To be reacting only within our own climate slash atmosphere that we created and allow that to be the only thing that we're reacting to. You know, we step out of the of the kind of crazy um, mesh that is the the cultural energy. You know, we we re I mean, just think about that. I mean, what you do when you pull your attention away from something 
that is happening that is not within the vortex that you're asking, that is not within the experience that you're wanting. And you're able to refocus into that quote unquote non-existent place, like the stuff that you want in that moment is not there. You can't hug it or kiss it or you, you can't do anything that allows reaction to happen. It's all within your internal guidance and motivation and information and imagination that you sort of go into that place and create an atmosphere that then you react to internally. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, it's, it's, get, talk about taking control of the rudder. Well, <laughs> and I think it's interesting because a lot of times we're so used to looking outside of ourselves for how we feel that sometimes we don't even realize that we're choosing our inner perspective. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're only paying attention to the outside. So now when we're going inside and we're like, okay, here's how I see things when all is well, here's how I see things when something goes awry. Here's how I work. You know, we start to get to know our patterns or our behaviors or what's working and what's not working. And you were talking about self-soothing. You can, we can soothe ourselves and say, oh, this is that thing that I do. Okay. Well, do I want to keep doing that thing that I do? Or do I want to do do this new thing that I can do that if I choose it, that is, it, it is so. So it's nice to have that opportunity to look at what's happening outside of us as just um, separate. Like we don't have to react to it. Engage. Yeah. Engage and bringing in. Yeah. That one line really um, hooked me in that last segment. And I don't quite, I don't think I completely understand it, but there's something about it that I really, really adore. And they said, you are the one placing conditions that are causing the pain. You are the one placing conditions on situations mm-hmm. that are causing your own pain. Absolutely. Wow. I mean, talk about radical responsibility where you start to see that it's my own need to react, my own belief systems, my own choosing on my perspective. I'm choosing a perspective. You always are. Right. Whether we're aware of it or not, it might be a really practiced perspective that you've chosen so much you don't even realize you're choosing it anymore. But you're always choosing a perspective. And when you choose a perspective that brings you pain, there's no one to blame. But moi, you know what I mean? It comes back home. So, so then the question is, you know, can I choose a broader perspective and react to in my own little consciousness that new perspective and in my internal reaction. And what I mean by that, my choosing of my thoughts, the experiencing of my emotions, you can see what happens to the physical world. When you start to build momentum where you're only reacting to the perspective that you've chosen, which is broader knowing conscious connection to source, infinite intelligence, all the things that you know to be, you know, capital T true. Mm-hmm. then the physical world from what we're understanding from both the scientific and deeply spiritual methods has to bend to your will because we're simply a reflection. What we're seeing in the physical is a reflection of what we're holding in consciousness. So, but it is sort of, you know, doing that vibrational caving for a little bit. I mean, creating a cave in that you're only dialoguing with source. Um, man, 
It's, it's really a powerful stance to say, you know, who am I at the core? Did you hear that? You know, I, I heard so much in that. Um, last segment that I think I missed a lot of it, you know, because I just, it's like you hear something and you go down that path. (laughs) I know, you know, and that's why I love our being able to talk like this and and our kind of breaking it down because it is so like condensed orange juice. It is so deeply packed and the information, it's nice to sort of dilute it a little bit and, and to sort of take it apart. But, you know, think who you are at your core and create the vibrational climate from there this is the new piece this is the new piece that they said they've been sort of handing to us for the first time um and and awaken from a sort of sleep (laughs) that when you forget who you are at your core you know it's easy to to do that sometimes when you when you don't practice this you know and i I, don't you love the sinus infection analogy yeah (laughs) Then you're like, what is that smell? I've never smelled it before. And it's been there the whole time. I mean, how many things? And and I feel like just recently, I've been hearing a lot of people and maybe because it's happened to me that so many things have happened in the last year that I, I felt like I was waking up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I've woken up, you know, and people are saying, I feel awake and I'm paying attention. And I think that's part of that expansion is that we feel like we're waking up more and more and more. And it's almost like we were sleeping. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss what you didn't know you were missing. Right. And once you get a taste of sweet alignment, then suddenly nothing else will do. You know, yeah. that's, I think that's, that's the piece they were talking about, that it, it feels like it gets worse almost before it gets better. Because once you feel, you taste how sweet the alignment can be when it's not there, it's like, oh, this is way worse than it ever was before. Yeah. Cause I had well, no, no it's not. <laughs> you have to hold on, right? Hold right. on. It's not at all. It just seems like it because you felt it even more and even better. And it's, it's interesting because you're talking about caving and having things bend for you and a friend of mine always says time bends for me and I've had experiences where playing with time, time and money are always fun to play with because there's monetary values that we put on things, but that when we really invite and allow things to bend for us, they can, they do, they will. Yeah. And it is that consistency, you know, that we're talking about that creating an atmosphere, quote, climate is not something where well, yeah, for five minutes last week, I tried to feel good. Mm-hmm. You, know, it, it, you know, to create a climate and an atmosphere within one's consciousness takes a certain level of dedication and re- mm-hmm. and relentless moving back to the core, moving back to the core, um, sometimes a thousand times a day. And and that's okay, because that's part of the process of that awakening. So we're going to take a break. We're at our second segment already. We're going to take a couple of announcements from Unity Online Radio and some of the exciting things coming on in on this wonderful network. But stay tuned. When we come back, more fine-tuning and how to feel even better. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. 
To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, as you just heard, with your feel-good sisters, Heather and Ray. We're here to help you feel better, because when you feel better, you are better. <laughs> There's a brilliant statement. What did I hear Abraham say not too long? Oh, yeah, to be happy, you got to be happy. <laughs> it's beautiful, oh, is right? Is that how it works? Yeah, oh, my like, God. Oh. Why did you say so? <laughs> it's like, thanks. Thanks so much. That's really helpful. <laughs> but really what they're saying is that uh, in order to create this atmosphere and climate, you have to continue to build on it, continue to build the knowing, continue to build the consistency um, of that energy. And it, and then it will start to take off but and build on itself. And then at some point in the continuum, the physical comes and plays with you. But that's a bit down the line. Well, and I was going to say something based on what you were just saying in the last segment. Um, even though it could feel like something's far apart with that whole consistency and momentum piece, I always go back to my favorite fifty-one forty-nine percent thing, you know. And if if things haven't been working out for you the way you would like them to, it could be that you're fifty-one percent in the. Um, not in the vortex and 49% in the vortex. And it's just, you know, pulling you out of alignment, that 1%, but it might just be a 2% shift to shift over to 49% out of alignment and 51% in alignment. And it could happen with ease. You're, you're so right. And they gave us some real great tricks of the, of the trade here in that soothing go general statement. Mm -hmm. That oftentimes if you're off in the weeds of the details of who did what to whom and how and why and where and telling your story, that really there is an opportunity to shift that 48, 51%. Again, you know, it doesn't take that much efforting at all to start to shift that momentum, but to start with the go general, soothe, this too shall pass. I know that all is well. What is Jerry? I always have Jerry in my head. Every Everybody everywhere always wants to help me. <laughs> you know, yeah. just to begin to step back and do, you know, kind of see everything from the nosebleed seats a little bit. Um, I was just going to yeah. say that. I was just at a conference this weekend and there was 15,000 people and I was sitting up at the top. I was like, oh, from up here, you can see everything, but it's all <laughs> The general, you know, the general outlines of the people and the general. And when you get down on the floor up in front and you see the specifics, you can see the color of their eyeshadow or the details of the outfit. And I'm like, oh, this is my Abraham work. You know, this is it right here. And now I have a vantage point where I can just say, do I want to be down in the front row or do I want to be up in the bleachers? What's going to serve me? What feels better right now? And when it feels better to be in the front row, be there. And when it feels better in the bleachers, go hang out in the bleachers. Exactly. Exactly. And really knowing what's going to serve you and what's going to help you prepare for what you're reaching for. You know, because it is an internal preparation that has to come first. And what do you need to do to serve yourself to prepare for what you are reaching for? And if that means hanging out in a more general place and not willing to go deep with people who want to get into the details of what's going wrong or why it's going wrong, 
You know, it doesn't mean that you're not caring. It doesn't mean that you're not, you're being a surface personality. You're just understanding the law in such a way that you know that you've got to go general to feel better. And then once you start to feel better, you can start to move back into the specifics because now you're on a trajectory, you're on a momentum where you want to get to the specific end. When you start to go Pacific, Pacific, yes, that too. (laughs) When you start to go specific on things that you don't want, guess what? You're just making more of it. You're You're just including it. Yeah. And the more and the faster you think and the more things that you think about to, to call out, Um, you know, welcome to dumpster diving 101. There is no bottom, as our teachers say, there is no bottom there. So to go general doesn't mean you're being careless. It means you're being careful. You know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're really caring for the vibrational being that you are, and you're really coming from a place of love. But to prepare oneself for what you're reaching for, I think is really interesting. Because especially when if you're a scorekeeper, you know, whether that be financially, or maybe you're keeping score on how old you are and what you haven't accomplished yet, or maybe you're keeping score on a relationship. Is he the one or is he not the one? I mean, really, you have to be aware of what are you preparing yourself for when you think these thoughts, when you go into these places. And, you know, I love the simple analogy, one that Frank Butterfield gave us not too long ago, where he said, you know, somebody who is reaching for a brand new car feels the brand new car in the garage and doesn't have discussions on how they're going to get the car. Like they really sit in this place of it already being done. And and this is an art form because this is, I mean, and it's a delusional art form sometimes because you have nothing to go on, but your sheer imagination and your ability to focus your mind, you know, and that can feel flimsy at first. It can feel kind of weak. But when you begin to move into that place, because spirit alignment is going to move in with you, and then you're firing on all jets, you know, when consciousness joins you and already feeling done, because they, for them, for the consciousness, for those teachers and seekers who are with us, it, it is done. They're at the party. Yeah. You know, and and Abraham is is always saying that we we're loving it because we've already seen what you asked for and and we're there, and we're holding it and we're shining a light on it and we we will not divert from it. So I don't know. I, to me, that just brings me such comfort because I, I think our our world, our physical world, is sometimes full of signs of where we're not. You know, like how much money is in the bank or how many sales you made this month or, you know, and it can be really disheartening to begin to take those signs of where you are now and use those as what you're reacting to versus going inside and saying, I know who I am. I know this is going to be successful. I know I've been brought here by source, you know? Yeah. Well, and I just always like to tell everybody wherever you are in your path, just to love yourself through the process because it is a process. And, and I grew up with this analytical mind and I was a math major and I had to understand all the pieces of the puzzle, very inquisitive, had to, you know, well, what about this? And what about that? And now it's, it's, I still have that in desired intention to ask questions like, 
But I also have to ask myself, does this serve me in the bigger, broader what I'm what I'm wanting? Is this is knowing the answer to this going to help me feel good or is it is it going to help me be having more ease and flow? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so you might you might just notice who you are and how you be and then ask yourself, um, you know, what's one thing I can do today that'll serve me to have more ease and flow and still being who I am. You know, we don't, we don't want you to change all of you, just uh, the parts that are going to allow you to have, just to have that freedom and have it be easy. Like, I guess that's the point is allow more ease in because we certainly have so much that isn't easy per se in the way we look at things. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and to understand in that more fine tuning sense, how by being easier on yourself and really soothing yourself and knowing that spirit has got your back, there's way bigger forces at work. Um, and things can turn around very quickly. Mm-hmm. And you are never, never, never very far from all that you're asking for. It is, you know, a shift in in consciousness with consistency and that place of unconditional loving where the physical can change as they say on a dime. And, and it is having that, uh, you know, faith in that process that really allows you to stay creative even when the chips are down. So, you know, from a more practical standpoint, you know, you can, when you stay connected to knowing what you have asked for, knowing the, who you really are, what you're reaching for, you can actually stay more productive and more connected to source and get those intuitive shifts and thoughts and go here and do this and call that number. And I mean, when you really get into like flying on the wing of source and you begin to hear that intuitive knowing things get done on the physical plane way faster than if you're on your own trying to bat it out in action alone, you know? So there is a practical standpoint to this. It's not all, you know, woo woo. It really makes sense that if you stay connected to the broader knowing you're going to be more creative, you're going to have more energy. You're going to be able to react and, and move into places Uh, much quicker than if you're down, you know, deep in the mire of what's not working. Yeah. It's almost like you have to look for the little things that are working in a new and different way. And, you know, I love when Abraham talks about how, um, and I use the word pleasant, pleasantly surprise and delight me Um, in little things. Just look for little pleasant surprises and delightfulness moments and they are there they are there but sometimes you you have to actually expect them to show up yeah right and otherwise you might miss it you know exactly and really really look for them let's listen a little bit more to this delicious uh workshop that we heard recently in the long beach uh workshop with the abraham folks more about you know moving from that place of step three receiving to step four receiving even in the midst of contrast. Let's see what what more they have to reveal. Don't you want to respond to the source within you? Yes. Don't you want to respond to your worthiness rather than to your self-consciousness? So you just do that a little bit at a time until one day it's like the fulcrum tips and you just have it. Something happens 
Esther experienced something the other day and she acknowledged if that had happened this long ago or this long ago or this long ago, it would have knocked me for a loop for a long time. And this did not knock me for a loop. Got my attention, but it didn't knock me for a loop because I'm not loopable anymore. I'm not knockable loopable anymore. I'm stable. I'm stable and exploring and happy. And that doesn't make me happier because I'm already happy. And that doesn't make me happier because I'm already happy. And that doesn't make me unhappy because I'm happy. I'm happy because I've trained myself into the vibration and because me and my source are standing here together, not me separated from my source looking for approval from somebody else. This is big. Isn't it? Yes. So how do you get there? A little bit at a time. <laughs> how do you get there? One unhappy moment that you're not willing to tolerate at a time. One, well, that sucked feeling at a time. That sucked. I'm not going to go there again. I'm not going to do that again. I can rework my grid. So Esther remembers watching Groundhog Day <laughs> with Jerry the first time. And they didn't come into it from the beginning and so they didn't know what was happening it was just a really weird movie and finally by about the end of it they figured out that this guy was just getting to live the same day over again and based upon what had happened yesterday he improved the way he responded today and while this is far from the perfect analogy because we are not wanting you to respond to the way others are behaving and then just conjure a phony persona that covers it up but we do want you to do your best to create your atmosphere and then notice what comes in and if you don't like some of it then do something about it by softening the way you feel about it which in every case means go general and every time every time this is accurate to say we're saying this specifically to you every time you get into a situation where it feels to you like something has gone wrong. The primary thing that is out of whack is that you're trying too hard to make it happen too fast. Right. It's an impatience. Mm -hmm. It's an impatience. It's like, bring it to me even though I'm not ready. Right. We were talking to a woman one day who was talking about her grown son. Abraham, my son so wants a mate. Can you help me help him get a mate? And we said, no. <laughs> and she was shocked. But Abraham, why? Why? And we said, because the timing isn't good. Because if he attracts a mate today, she'll be just like him. And that might not be a good thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love that story. But that, um, oh, that was such a really great piece right there. And I think it's just so important for us to remember that really the key is to stand with you in source and say, bring it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not knockable. I'm not loopable anymore. It doesn't take me for a loop anymore because I've practiced this vibration. I've practiced my knowing and I'm happy because I'm already happy, not because circumstances are going my way or not going my way because being connected to source is an incredibly strong, joyful knowing. Um, I love that, you know, me and my source one here together I don't need approval from anyone else. I already got my approval, quote unquote. I know who I am. I, I just think, wow, what a coach we have in these teachers. Yeah. 
It's yeah. so cool. And it's so great to go through it the little by little by little and that patience piece and how they said that the fulcrum just tips one day. And somebody asked me this morning, like, how do you know when you're connected? And mm. it was an interesting question because I thought, well, gosh, I probably had that question too. But now I never have that question because I know, like, it's so knowable. But when you're learning how you know, you know, then you just have to kind of, there's that piece of faith and trust that you have to really have faith and trust at the beginning. And then as you work it and work it and you feel it and you feel it and feel it, it's like you just know there's no faith or trust needed because it's just this knowingness and it takes over. Yeah. And that's where you really can be powerfully creative. Well, believe it or not, we've come to the end of our hour. We hope that you've enjoyed this time together with the Feel Good Sisters because you know it's all about feeling good, people. Mm. (laughs) Because when you feel good and you remember who you are, life becomes quite an extraordinary journey. It doesn't mean everything's perfect, but it means that everything doesn't have to be perfect in order for you to truly remember and be who you are and to enjoy this life fully. We thank you for being here and remember to check out our website everydayattraction.com and also reset your mindset to get a great deal on a um, a channeling session with our Heather here. So thank you all. Feel good, sister. You too, sister. Feel good. All is well. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. 
Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, for The Bible Alive, exploring your spiritual roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Somewhere. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Shut, 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 shut,